This is Rev Thoughts, snackable conversations between Tim Thompson and myself, Joel Pilger, discussing what it really takes to run a thriving creative business. All right, Tim, we're hearing all our industry up in arms right now because people are asking, hey, is it just me or are we the only ones that are slow? And it's I'm having a little PTSD because when you're running a studio, I felt this. You have this, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe it's this other thing. And by the time you wake up and realize, yes, <laughs> yes, we are slow. Holy crap. I just burned a lot of money because the last thing I want to do is whatever, cut my costs, lay people off, stop all these amazing things I'm doing because it took me so much time to build those resources and build that company. I just can't let go of them. But I actually have a lot of regrets over going through some slow seasons and not managing them well. So first of all, it, is this a thing? Is, is it slow? And then we got we to gotta at least talk about where do people begin to think about this in a new way? It's definitely slow. There, um, with the, the number of people asking us that question, it, it means that's an indicator that they're thinking it themselves. And we can see on Rev Community, people talking about it being slow. We just had a cohort dinner last week in New York. It was a part of the conversation. Um, and slow meaning has two indicators. Um, one, the clients aren't calling me. Um, large corporations are laying people off. Amazon, Netflix, um, Twitter, Facebook, or Meta. All these companies are laying people off. We know that part. But the funny indicator for us is that certain freelance talent are now available and they're usually not available. That's an mm-hmm. indicator that's slow. So yeah, the answer is it's it's slow. And um, it means it might not be true for you right now. Um, and not every company is experiencing it at the same level, but recognize it's happening and you should still put some strategy in place to put, make sure your company will stay viable going into this slow season. So, all right, now let me ask this question. I'm, let's pretend I'm the owner now. I'm running my studio or whatever. How do I know it's quote slow? Like if you were my consultant and you were advising me and we were looking at something, (laughs) what is it that we're looking at that we both look at each other and go, yep, there it is. Well, everybody should be running a cash flow. Without a doubt, it's the best indicator of time that your company has, how much time you have until you run out of money, how much time you have to make certain decisions. You have to be running a cash flow. I'll say this one more time. You have to be running a cash flow. If you don't know what that is, you need to reach out to us. We need to put that in place. It's a necessity. But that cash flow is the beginning. You know, I often consider a business like a vehicle, and that's just looking at the gas tank to see if you can make it. Um, it's really great if you can have the headlights on and have a GPS system that can look around corners for you. So other indicators like a sales dashboard, something like pipe drive is a great tool to look at what leads are coming in and feel the slowdown there, but also like a responsiveness to your marketing as you're doing outreach to people. Are they coming back to you? Are they asking questions? Are they more inquisitive? Or as I said before, are freelancers available once that they weren't available before? Those are all kind of canaries in a coal mine, giving you indicators of what's coming your way. And you might not be feeling it right now, but it's coming and you need to prepare. Okay. So now we were looking at those reports 
because we run those routines and we have good information at our disposal. Thank you, Mr. Consultant, fancy pants. <laughs> <laughs> so when we're looking at these reports and we're both agreeing, okay, there it is. We're slow. How should I approach thinking about that problem so I can make decisions that are in the best interest of me, my team, my company? Well, hopefully you're listening to this podcast before it's slow so that we can plan on your future and not deal with an issue in the present. Um, but as soon as you know it's going to be slow, you have to be thinking about being in a cash position. The worst position you can be in is running debt in order to cover operating expenses. And that's probably your PTSD is using the wrong money to cover the right kind of costs is still a bad idea. And as they say, a strong business against a weak economy, the economy always wins. You need to know what's coming and you need to stay in the cash position. That's what a slowdown in the economy means is cash is not as readily available. And if you have cash and others don't, you win things that others don't win. You stay viable. You stay in business. So we want to make sure you're staying in a cash position. That's why your cash flow is important. That's why not looking at eating, out your, eating away at your cash reserve um, right away. You don't want to burn that either. You got to be looking at your accounts receivable and revenue projections to see, um, you know, what you think is going to come in, and then you look at your factors report. You start making plans with your splits, and if you're running a factors report and you're looking at those splits of direct expenses and indirect expenses, you can see where things um, are more flexible, and looking at certain employees or certain line items that have some flexibility, that's where you're going to think about first. So often companies will consider their freelancers as the first place they cut. It's a large hit, easy expense to get rid of. You're looking at higher utilization for your own team and not utilizing others. And if you're, again, if you're looking out in the future, you can start winning projects, utilizing your team mem members more efficiently than thinking about money's going to be easy. We better get as many people on board as possible and you know, grow the business. Um, right now, we want to be stable and we want to be thinking about what's flexible. I'm actually excited. Um, I'm thinking of, gosh, there's probably three or four conversations I'm having right now. And there's something magical about the end of the year, right? Because owners become reflective. They think back on what this year meant and they start thinking about what the year ahead means. And that idea of let's create a factors report that's forward-looking and determine our splits, but let's create a, a plan called, what if we have a great year again next year? What if we have about the same, but what if we have a downside? And what's nice is knowing you can check in on that and say, after, you know, at the end of January, what's, what is, what reality is coming into being? And based on that, we need to implement these splits instead of those splits, because we know that will keep the company healthy and strong is uh what, what what's your encouragement for people that are like okay wh where do i where do i begin how do i figure out my splits <laughs> yeah sure i think you're right there's some serendipity in the timing of getting this information and being able to project 2023 at the same time i was already working with clients doing their factors report and we do exactly what you said we we take a copycat of last year and we look at that um at our direct expenses which are expenses related to projects our indirect expenses, which is 
the overhead cost to run the business. And I want to know what percentage we spent last year in each of those two categories. And then looking forward into next year, I know my direct expenses are more dynamic. I have flexibility with my pitching, my execution, my production, my designs, and I can have some like an accordion effect on those direct expenses much easier than I can modify rent or or certain kind of hard costs related to the business. Um, so I ran that with my client, copycat of this year, and then I do once, what if we're better? And then what if we're worse? And what I love about that is just be meditating. I've already made the decisions early on in the year or before the year started. So when reality comes, I already know how to respond because I've run through the scenarios and I just act out those scenarios I've been meditated on. Love that. I love that moment. If you're finding out after the fact, like if all the money's currently gone and then you're wondering what to do, you don't have that flexibility and time to make those decisions. So that reactionary process is so much more horrible. And again, that's probably what you viscerally remember in those days of running your own business was the impulsive reactive fight and flight mechanism kicking in instead of the logical, methodical planning and strategic mind kicking in. Right. Make the decisions now rather than in the emotional fight or flight lizard brain <laughs> moments. Yeah. yeah. So um, now the short answer I was looking for you to say, I thought I'd teach you up, but I didn't. Oh, properly, sorry. <laughs> was, was of course, to, as, as we get to the year end and we break, we cross over into January uh, in the community, right? We're going to do some sort of goal setting and, and factors creating splits, figuring out uh, exercise for a bunch of people inside the community. So go there, hang out and get to know the factors method. And that, it'll be a big step in the right direction. For community members, you have to be a Correct. member of the community in order to have access to it. But right. That would be, we are definitely going to do that. And we're going to recognize in 2023, there's going to be a new way of looking at things, this different decisions to make. And we'll probably come up with some accelerators and workshops early on in the year, just to help people focus on 2023 specifically. So that those goals meeting the current economy, um, this is the time where I think you and I get busy because when the going is well, people don't think they need us. But now that it's now that we're, they hit the, the hard road, they kind of look to advisors. So we're happy to be there for people. That's right. I want to tell you about a place to connect that you might not know about. It's our online community called Rev Community. It's a great place to get to know other creative business owners like yourself, to share some thought leadership and read other encouragement, to be challenged in this new marketplace, new technology, ideas, economic trends, and it's a place to research. Check out many of the resources we have online, our videos, and of course, this podcast. Join us today at revthink.com slash community. If you're a creative studio owner, feel free to join us today at revthink.com slash community. I look forward to seeing you there.